What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaires to Billionaires podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, we're a podcast that you know sits down and has conversations with amazing entrepreneurs from all over the world, all different backgrounds, and we dive a little bit deeper into their story to bring you guys some value and some information. That way you could take this and apply it to your guys' life and your guys' journey, you know, right away and starting off fresh. So our guest today, uh, we have uh, an amazing guest. We're going to dive into Josh York. He is the founder and CEO of an innovative mobile personal training franchise uh, recently featured in the Inc. 500's fastest growing private companies. Definitely going to dive into that. While Jim Guys is a household name. Josh Dork is the mastermind behind it. And with the release of his best-selling book, Feel What It Takes to Survive as an Entrepreneur, Josh has endured and connected with many bright minds along the way. Feel Your Drive is the official podcast and up-to-date look behind many of today's fastest-growing multi-million-dollar enterprises. So make sure after you guys listen to this episode, definitely go jump into Josh's podcast and take a look at all the interviews as well. So welcome to the show, Josh. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man. Thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. So as we, uh, before we dive into all the uh, franchise stuff and the business and everything like that, I just wanted to give the audience a quick little background about you know the way you grew up. Um, and if there's anything or any moments in your childhood you know that kind of led to defining moments of where you're at today. Yeah, well, look, I, I look. I think, I think, really, you know, it, you choose your own destiny, right? So it doesn't matter how you grow up. Doesn't matter what you know. Doesn't matter what, what the circumstances are. But my life growing up was not good at all. So you know, I really didn't have great parents. Not a good life growing up. But like, I don't focus on things like that, right? I focus on a positivity, right? So you know, we just keep keep you got to keep moving, and you got to surround yourself with the right people. But you know, um, you know, people always ask me if I'd ever change anything and I would never change anything. To be honest with you, I would never change a single thing because it's made me to who I am today. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the toughest person in the world. That's what I believe. And other people should believe the same thing about themselves because when you got the right mindset, you know, everything else is, you know, pretty much falls in place. And the majority of life is pretty much 80%, 80, I'd even say maybe even closer to 90% mindset, but the problem is most people don't have the right mindset because they're weak. They're soft. They fold like cheap chairs they can't take pain. They don't like being uncomfortable. And, you know, the problem is also is that people think things are going to be easy. Things are going to take, you know, five seconds to happen. And, you know, you know, you can, you know, you can achieve your dream body in a week and all this other BS that's put out there. And that's just not true, right? None of that happens. It's, there's nothing easy about it. There's nothing quick about it. There's nothing comfortable about it. And things are hard. And if you want great things in life, you got to be willing to pay that price to get to, you know, to get there. Yeah. I think fitness is the best, the absolute best analogy related to entrepreneurship because, you know, you got to, to, to get that body, you got to go through all that hard work and consistency and years. So what, what, what got you into the fitness industry? I've just always loved fitness, man. I've always loved fitness, love being in shape. You know, I've always been in great shape, always taking care of myself and, um, I just love helping people. So, you know, I've helped a lot of people on the personal training side and, you know, kind of that's kind of how it all started. You know, I, uh, you know, went to school. I was always a personal trainer out of high school and I was very successful as a personal trainer. I was making a little over $200,000 a year in my early 20s as a personal trainer. And I gave that all up to take a marketing job for $35,000 a year because I thought that, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do to start my career. And then when I started, you know, the first day I walked into that office and I felt that negative energy and all the misery of, you know, you know, people live for two days a week. Like people live for the weekend. Like, and that's it. Like, 
that that that's that's horrible. Like you need to have passion and love what you do, and you need to be involved in a company that's got a great culture and a great organization there where you have fun, you laugh, you smile, you know, you're you're challenged and you're able to grow because you know you have the concept of entrepreneur and entrepreneur. And, you know, they're pretty much the same damn thing. The only difference is the entrepreneur puts up all the money and risks everything. The entrepreneur could be number five or six or 10 in that company. It could actually make more money than number one. But people don't understand that and people don't have the right mindset behind that and think that, you know, I, you know that's not possible or that can't be done. And, you know, then they get into that negative environment. And, um, you know, pretty much I left that, went back into fitness and, uh one client came in late said, Josh, I wish you'd come to my house. I don't have any equipment. I was like, man, no one's ever actually professionalized this concept. No one's actually ever franchised it. I'm going to do it. Got a van, stocked it with all the necessary equipment, came up with the name Gym Guys, which is an acronym for Get You Motivated, Goals Uniquely Yours, Zero Excuses. Uh, first, the vans were white, but we changed them to red because red represents power, passion, desire. It's energizing. It excites the emotion. And... Uh, you know, today we're the largest in-home, on-site, and virtual personal training company in the world. We service over a thousand cities throughout the U.S., Canada, the U.K. We are also expanding into other international countries, and we're growing like crazy. You know, by Q1, we'll have another 25 territories, and this year we're on pace to do anywhere from 70 to 100 new locations. And, and when did you when did you start that? We started in 2008. I started in my parents' dining room, and then I started franchising <laughs> in 2014. Damn, that's awesome, man. And I like that you talk a lot about mindset and everything. Like what what uh, daily habits and routines do you do that's personally yourself that keeps you like grounded, keeps you dialed in and keeps your mindset so strong? Yeah, it's my fitness. Man. That's, that's what I do every day. You know, I don't I, I I would I would rather die than miss a day. I don't I don't ever I don't ever I don't ever negotiate with my thoughts. You know, well, you know, most people negotiate with their thoughts. You know, I do. I, I choose to suffer throughout my workouts every day, but I'm also in ridiculous shape. You know, most people think I take I take steroids. I've never touched a drug in my life. I've actually never even been drunk. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never been high. Um, I also don't watch any TV, so I don't even know how to use Netflix. And people laugh at that, but I don't have time for that. I'm too busy doing other things, right? Like, so, um, you know, I get up every day, 329, every single day, 329. And the reason 29 is because a normal person would wake up at 330, but I, I, I'm not normal and normal doesn't work. So I get up 329. I'm, you know, I'm getting my workout on, on at four o'clock, depending on the day. Come home, I'm either doing my intense cardio, I'm in my sauna. I go into my ice bath every single day. I jump into an ice bath every single day. It's at 27 degrees. I haven't missed a day in my life. I, I, I once had the flu. Uh, I rarely get sick. I don't even believe actually in getting sick. I don't take a sick day in my life either. Um, and people are listening to this like, man, this guy's something else. He's like, this guy's, this guy's just cocky because I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I'm just telling you who I am and what I do. But at the end of the day, I never miss a day. And I once had the flu. I'll never forget. I had like 103 fever. I was so sick and I still jumped in my ice bath. It was extremely painful, but I don't care. Like, again, I don't negotiate, right? Like people will stand out there and be like, oh, you know, and the ice bath got so popular. Like lately, I've been doing this since I'm 17 years old, man. I'm 39 years old now. So. It's crazy, man, because they are. They're just not getting popular within the last, I would say, two, maybe three years. Yeah, I've, been, I, I've been doing this stuff since I'm 17 years old. I've been doing this stuff, but I've never, my routine never changes ever. Like, you know, people tell me I'm crazy. Like when I travel, like I was recently, you know, at a franchise show uh past couple of weeks in Vegas. And, um, you know, like I got to make sure I have all my waters, my blueberries. I literally ordered 200 pounds of ice to the room. The guy, when I ordered it, the guy's like, man, you must be having a big party. I was like, oh, it's a party. And I fill up the bathtub with ice. So I have it when I'm there and I go work out somewhere when I'm there. And I, I don't ever, ever, ever shift away from my routine ever. And I think that's what's huge in everything. And a lot of people that want to become successful in an entrepreneur, 
I don't really think a lot of people understand how much, um, how staying and sticking to a routine, but not only just doing it Monday through Friday, doing it all the time, or only doing it two or three times a week. And it sounds like your routine never stops, whether you're traveling, whether you're on vacations, whether you're on a business meeting or whether you're anywhere, huh? Never. So one question I have is because um, since 2020, a lot of the the gym industry, uh, we, we've had experience in owning a gym franchise, a, a physical brick and mortar location and how to shut it down, you know, early 2020. Did you see exponential growth with your business since then because of the schedule? No, not no, initially. Initially, we were like everybody else, you know, but, you know, then, you know, when things started to pick back up, yes, we had a lot of people who've sampled and been able to taste our service, right? So, you know, that tasting as if you're going to a food tasting and using our service, people obviously loved it. But look, we live in a world of Amazon. We live in a world of convenience. And, you know, yeah. you could always get your food delivered, your cleaners delivered. You're never able to get your workout delivered. And that's what we've done. And that's what we perfected. And, um, you know, and again, you know, you have lots of different, you know, gyms and, other concepts out there and you know uh, you know it really depends on a person but at the end of the day the majority of these things are fads because people are naturally procrastinators people will not turn on the app people you know will not you know use the machine or whatever it is and without accountability you're never going to get results because these pelotons and all these other pieces of equipment become fun, you know fantastic clothing racks because that's what you know i see it every day that's that's what it comes down to right you need to actually use it right Use it. You know, if you're a New Year's resolution driven person, you're going to go one great place right into a wall. <laughs> New Year's resolutions are a bunch of nonsense. You should be having resolutions and goals on a weekly, quarterly, daily basis. I agree. And that should never stop. I agree. What uh, What were some of your biggest challenges when starting this franchise? Oh, I've been sitting here for seven years telling you stories. So you, uh, <laughs> Can make you sick to your stomach. You turn your turn your stomach inside out. Like give me your main top two then. Because obviously you tried to do that. I, I, I suffered. I suffered with, with cash flow issues for pretty much a, a straight decade. Like every week, trying to figure out how to make payroll every single week. I've done some. I was at a casino once. I almost put all my money on red, hoping I could hit it three times to make payroll. I've done some crazy things, man. I've done. I I all. <laughs> in. I, would, I would cut off body limbs if I knew I can get them back. Because that's how positive I am that I will never be stopped and we're going to the top. But, you know, put my house up, put I mortgaged off everything, like my vehicles, everything, you, you name it, everything. Like I go all in. And now where you're at today, you're grateful for everything that you did and how you had the resilience to never stop and never give up. Yeah, I, I knew that from day one. I just I just I just knew that. Right. I knew I knew we were going to get there. Just, you know, it's just it's just challenging. And, you know, I have those voices in my head just like everyone else does. But I know how to I know how to, you know, remove them and not not let them affect, you know, my daily activities and my daily procedures with with with, with running my organization. But at the end of the day, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of people would not be able to handle or do what I've done. That is that is a fact, because even like successful people that I'm friends with. They think I'm fucking batshit crazy. They tell me that all the time, but you know, they're like, they, they don't understand it, but you know, cause I see with me, like, and, and people say this, I, I've heard it before, but like, it's the truth. Like if you have a backup plan, you're going to lose and you're going to fail. It's a fact. It's a fact. I've never started this and say, okay, well, I'm going to start this. And if it doesn't work, I can do this instead. No, I've never said, I said, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So it's, it's having that belief, but most people will be like, oh, you know what, I'm going to start this and this is what I'm going to do. But really, as they're saying that, they're thinking, oh, but you know what, I can also go back and sell cars or I can also go back and sell my mortgages. No, like it's either you're all in or you're not. 
No, I totally agree with you, man. And me and Michael, we've been business partners for the last eight years. And I can tell you that's what that's the same mindset that we've had together and everything. And then whenever we went on to the next business or wherever we're going to, it was all in no matter what. We never had a plan B of like, hey man, if this doesn't work out, we'll just do this. And that's never been that. We went through 12 different companies to get to where we're at today, right now with our success in education company. So I can tell you, man, I, I feel you. Um, I feel the energy and everything. And I, I'm right there with you. For anybody that's going through right now, whether they're three, five, 10 years into their business and they're having these doubts, they're having these second guess of thoughts of maybe starting to look at a plan B, what advice would you have for them to keep them like, hey man, do this, do that, whatever it is to keep you keep you dialed, man? Or is it really just coming from the heart and the passion that they just got to know deep down inside that if they want it that bad, they're going to keep going no matter what? Yeah, but look, there's also like, there's got to be a demand for what you're doing. If it's a service or a product, right? There has to be demand in the market. That's number one. Number two, you got to prove out a model that actually works. And if it does work and you know it's possible, then, then yeah, you don't stop. But the problem is, you know, people, things, certain things hit people's radars that shouldn't even be on your radar. Like, like, like an issue, like someone quitting or something. And just people just throw a towel in. You just never can tap out. That's it. You just never tap out and you never quit. So if you're going through a tough time and the model you're working with actually sucks, then that's a different story, right? But like if you actually have demand and you have money coming in and you've been able to prove it out, like I did this myself first, right? I made millions of dollars this, by doing this myself first before I even started to franchise it, but I knew I was going to franchise it. But then again, when you franchise something, no one's going to ever be you, right? So you got to put all the appropriate systems and you have to make sure things are scalable and have the management systems, the POS systems, the CRM systems, phone systems, uh, the backup systems, everything you can to track, inspect what you expect. Every single detail has to be there. You have to be sickly obsessed with the process. And if you're not, it's not going to work. But if you're experiencing some pain and you think about quitting, I just look at it like this, right? Like I just say, listen, <laughs> you know, this is why it's so easy to win nowadays, right? Because everyone's just so weak and everyone quits and everyone gives up and people think you have, you know, you, you need to have like a hundred different businesses to make money. You need to first do one thing, one thing correct before you even start doing something else. And that could take two decades, but again, you have to also focus on your journey. Everyone's journey is different. The problem is everyone gets clouded and fogged with everyone else, what everyone else is doing. Focus on yourself. That's the problem, you know? And um, I understand it's challenging, right? Because you have so much stuff out there nowadays and people just tend to just, you know, drain themselves and screen wash different videos from different people. And, you know, you're looking at like finished products of most of these people. And some of these people are just full of it. They don't have anything. So like, you know, that's also another avenue, you know? Yeah. yeah, what you just said is uh, David Meltzer once said it he, too. He goes, man, to build a billion dollar business, all you got to do is be in business one more day. And ever since I heard him say that, I laugh at, you know, exactly what you just said. Some people will never, they'll give up after, you know, three years, five years, some in the first six months, really the first six months, you know, a lot of people are already out. But if you're that type of person that's just willing to go that one more day, knowing you're a perfect example of this, like, man, I'm just, I'm all in. And all I need to know is I just need to go one more day. And if I need to figure out how I'm gonna make payroll this week, well, that's all I got to figure that out. If I figure that out, then we're, you know, we're way ahead of everybody else um, in the business. So yeah, you're a perfect example of, you know, one more day. Yep. hundred percent. David Mouse is good people, man. Dave's a friend of mine. Yeah. What do you think uh, when it comes to the financial side you know, what was one thing that really made a shift on that financial, whether it was something that you discovered and applied to your business, but what corrected all your financial situations? Well, 
Well, I just think financials in general, I think, I think the big problem is people think you need to save money and save money in a bank. And, you know, if you don't let make your money work for you, you're never going to make money. That's number one. Number two, people also feel like, you know, oh my God, it's so horrible to take on debt. Listen, there's many different ways to grow a business, but if you don't take on debt, quite honestly, there's something wrong with you because like, and, and, and this is like, this is a whole nother conversation. This can go on for hours, but like, you know, like people don't, under, a lot of people don't understand how taxes work. People don't understand how debt works. People don't understand what it takes to build a business. People don't understand, you know, why, you know, if you're losing money and should you lose money, are you doing it on purpose? Are you not? To, there's so many different avenues there, but really, you know, what, what I was taught initially was all wrong. Right. And, you know, saving money in the bank is not working for you. Right. The bank is using your money to go make themselves more money. You be you need to be using your money to go make yourself more money. And that's reinvesting in yourself. When you get to where you want to go and you get there, the money's going to come. And when the money's there, then you can do what you want to do. And, you know, but I would still be investing the money. Right. Like I don't let anything really ever sit like I'm always letting my money work for me. And you have to let it work for you. Or, you know, you're going to end up with nothing. Right. And that's that, that that and that's the problem, you know. But for me, it's really, you know, in franchising, it's very challenging because it takes it takes a very long time to become royalty sufficient, a very, very long time. And what that means is you're, you're bringing in enough royalties that cover all your expenses. And if you don't have something else bringing in money or you're not funded by some type of, you know, VC, private equity firm or, you know, friends or family or whatever, you're going to die because you need cash. Cash is king. Cash is yeah. king. The difference is I still own 100% of my company. Like not many people can get to where I've gotten to owning 100% of the company, but I've also had to take on a lot of debt. But that's part of the game, right? And you want to be in the game, you got to be smart and you got to know how to, you know, attack and get what you can to, to keep growing and also generate revenue. But I also have my corporate territories that I've created and that obviously generates a lot of money too. But you got to have a plan when you're when you're launching your company. Um, yeah. on your, on your, as you were trying to grow and everything, uh, when, when you're having a lot of financial, like it just problems and everything, trying to keep payroll going, did you just obviously, did you ever try to do something else on the side while doing that to keep you know, extra cash flow coming in or did you stick to doing that? And you're just finding other ways, like you were saying, putting your house up, your cars, whatever. Yeah, never, never, I never, you know, I never dabbled in anything else. No, never. Cause that, that you lose focus and. You know, people when when people like, you know, look, I get messages all the time from people like, oh, you know, I do this, this, this and that and this. And they're like in their late 20s, early 30s. I, I don't even answer them because they don't know what the hell they're doing. You have to focus. Right. You have to focus. That's the key. I would use my base to figure out the issue. Right. So if I had to raise money, I would give out, I don't know, 100 free sessions. I once gave out literally to like tons of clients just to raise money up front. These people didn't even have like, you know, they weren't even due to even spend money, but I got them to so I can raise money. Like there's so many different things you could do, but you got to work with, 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 you know, with the core of what you have rather than trying to go somewhere else and do something else. Cause that's going to take away focus in your business. And then that business that you're trying to grow is going to suffer. Yeah. What is, what is the goal of gym guys with you? Is it build scale, sell it? Is it uh keep it as your baby forever? Uh, what's the, what's the vision? What's the. Goal. Keep, keep changing people's lives. That's it. We help people. And yep. I can't tell you how many people we've helped. And it's pretty incredible when you can make a living, but it's much more incredible when you can make a difference. And, uh, you know, we work with all different individuals, regardless of their age or ability. And uh, it's all over the charts from young children to seniors. We've we just help people and we're going to keep doing it and scaling across the world. And, you know, I say, you know, I say worldwide domination. And what I mean by that is just continue to keep dominating the markets and helping people because it's, it's, it's an incredible thing to do.
And right now you're going to homes, right? Are, are you going to like, have you gotten anywhere where you're starting to go to schools or colleges or going to like, like workplaces and stuff like that now too, or now? Yeah. So we're home, we're in home on site and virtual. So we go, we have lots of corporations. We work with lots of corporations, businesses, places of worship, senior centers, assisted living facilities. We run PE programs for schools. We're, we're literally everywhere. We bring the work out to you. I like it. What advice would you have for someone that's wanting to uh, become a trainer and uh, to be successful in everything? What would be some key that you would give them? You know, I'm not just saying this, but I would say, you know, apply to work with us. And I'm going to tell you why, because, you know, we've created a career path, which most places don't have. And a career path is great because you can start as a trainer, go to a territory manager, an area manager, a general manager. And we have some situations where trainers have not even had to put any money in. They put in their hard work and sweat equity. And now they're partners with franchise partners and they're opening up other territories and they're making real money real money. It's a real opportunity. So, you know, I don't know too many places that are offering opportunities like that. But, you know, look, I think back to when I started, you know, I went through almost 60 trainers before I kept one longer than three months. Holy shit. 99%, actually almost 100% of what everyone would just quit, quit. Literally, I would I would book someone, they'd quit. I was working in my parents' dining room. Like, who took me seriously? I would tell people the same thing I tell people today. But now, you know, I'm in an 18,000 square foot building, you know, our world headquarters, we have an international company. It's very different, but no one wanted to believe in me, you know, and it's funny, you know, everyone starts coming back around all the trainers that were there in the early days, like, oh my God, like used to say this all the time. Yeah, but no one wants to put the work in, right? No one wants to believe. Like if you believe in someone, if someone's got the energy, someone's got the drive and you know, they'll never quit. You you better strap onto that person and say, I'm going to make that person a ton of money. Because if you make that person a ton of money, you're going to make a lot of money. But people don't think like that. People think, oh my God, I want it all for myself. No one has ever done anything great alone. It will never work. You need a team. You need a team. And if you think that you, if you think you're going to do it, good luck to you. You're going to fail. No, I totally agree with you, man. And the shitty part is, is a lot of people nowadays think that, oh, that how they, like you said, man, someone seeing someone with the drive, the work, the ethic and everything, but they're like, they don't want to help that guy too much because then they don't want him to be the winner. They don't want him to be the face of it. They don't want him to get all the, all the kudos. They don't want him to be the making all the money. It's crazy because a lot of that is, and that's where everyone is competition seems so huge today and everybody, and everybody wants to now peace off and go do their own thing. And then you don't really see them take it the way that they do or how you want to do it in your vision. It's true. It's very true. But you know. You know, some people will learn, some people won't. What are you going to do, you know? Yeah, I hear you. So, uh, one, you're based out of New York and everything. You are, you're in three different countries. Uh, What countries are those expanded to? U.S., U.K., and Canada. In Canada. And within that journey of being able to move through those other ones, social media has probably been a big help. Or how, how are you able to recruit a lot of your fitness people? Yeah, social media, you know, like... Believe it or not, our Instagram got recently hacked. We had to start all over again. You know, that's another thing that could be discouraging, right? But whatever, you know, it's not going to stop us. But yeah, social media has been um, been been a good help. But it's, there's more to it than that, right? You know, you got to understand the marketing. You got to understand, you know, how to market to our demographic. You got to understand the market you're in, right? You know, so running analysis and the demos and the, and the psychographics of those markets, but. You know, social media, yeah, it's been good, but, you know, it's also about owning the community. It's about getting out there. It's about building awareness. It's about being involved in, you know, local events, chambers, street fairs, and so on and so forth. And that's how you kind of, you know, build that and then you build the business. Yeah, I think the community is huge, um, especially with big, building a big business. You have to be willing to understand a community and building that community and stuff. Um, what is the culture of gym guys? You know, what, what values do you lie on? 
you know what? I'm not even going to dive too deep into that because I'm going to tell you, you can go on YouTube and go to our Gym Guys channel and watch some of our conference recap videos. We create like a little rap song every year and tie it with the video. And I guarantee you've never seen anything like it. But our culture is just just undescribable. You can't you can't you can't describe it. Yeah, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, we, we we run a concept that I've created just similar to my podcast. It's called Fuel Your Drive. And fuel is the four pillars of success. Fun, unity, earnings, and leadership. You cannot run a business without them. And drive, obviously, you're not driving anywhere without fuel, is determination, respect, integrity, versatility, and excellence. And those are the core values of the company. And you need to fuel your drive every single day. And that's what takes you to the promised land. Damn, I like it. Sweet, sweet. Well, uh, before we wrap it up and everything, I appreciate you definitely hopping on, bringing a ton of value. Um, you know, what should people be looking out for? Is there anything specific or obviously it's still gym guys. I know you're expanding, but what should be people looking out for when they're looking uh, to join the Josh York business? Well, it's not the Josh York business. It's, 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 the teamwork <laughs> business. it's all of us, but you know, look, if you're interested in learning more, you can obviously visit our website, gymguys.com, but you know, you go on Google, you type in handsome, I pop up everywhere. I'm like literally in the first like 10 pages when you type in handsome, but uh, no, <laughs> You know, you could, you could, you could search me online. Um, yeah. And that's really it. Definitely. definitely. Sweet. Well, I appreciate you hopping on. Um, hope you guys got a ton of value from this episode. Um, hope, you know, we able to have some more conversations down the road and anywhere we could bring value to each other. We're excited for that.